Often imitated, never duplicated. The one and only B. Scott. You're listening to the B. Scott Show. Get ready, love muffins. <laughs> you know what? That is so true. What? Often imitated, never duplicated. Oh, here you go. <laughs> I think about it. I mean, I see it more and more every you day. You say it all the time. I know. It's true, though. I mean, I got to let these hoes know. <laughs> got to pay that respect. Anyway, Love Muffins, we are back for another podcast. Yes, yes. Which is exciting. It is. It's such a privilege. Well, privilege. A a privilege. (laughs) It's such a privilege to be here every week to chat and shoot the shit and run down the hottest topics on lovebeastguide.com. It is. This weekend. What did I do this weekend? What did I do? Well, I did a couple of things. One of which was have a car accident. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, it's a minor one. And I was talking to you. You I, were on the phone It's with always me. like you, mm-mm, you always, <laughs> and I had said, because we were Don't working. do it to me. We were working on something, <clears throat> something I wanted to do. Or we were talking about some tags. We were talking about like some tags oh, yeah, on the some site, some monies, some monies. It was like and midnight. Midnight. And I was just saying, like, I had got the phone with you. I was leaving the movies. I got the phone with you. And I was saying, I was like, oh, I need to, you know, Denver sticks with me. I'm going to really, you know, I got him. I was saying something like, just really Mm -hmm. appreciate the fact that you, anytime I need you, for the most part, you are there to, you know, get things cracking and get it done. Because it was midnight. It's midnight. And you work like me. Like, I'm like, anytime some stuff need to get done, we got to get it done because... You know, Who else is going to do it? These bills ain't going to pay themselves. Hello? We got a lot of bills. A lot of bills. We a do. Lot of bills. Jesus, help us. Nigga, bigger every day. I know. I was like, what's happening? Anyway, so I was backing up, and then all I hear, my, first of all, my Mercedes is supposed to go beep, 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 beep. <laughs> it has, when I tell you, it has all the sensors. It's almost like a helicopter is flying over it visually. Mm-hmm. You can see it on a little thing. It shows you all the, the way. 360-degree yeah. camera sensor. The whole I didn't life. hear not one beep. <laughs> All I heard was crunch. I said, wait a minute. No. I turned, I got out the car and it hit like this um, Dodge Challenger. Okay. Car thingy. It, it, it all kind of looked like, it's like the Mustangs look like the, the Chargers, Chargers and like the Challengers. The chal- yeah. It was like, I'm like, okay, anyway. So I backed up, hit it, got out of the car. Nothing happened to his car. Like absolutely nothing. Maybe like a little piece of paint fell off. Meanwhile, my whole bumper is like, <laughs> I was like, was well, my car made out of like um, putty, aluminum foil? Aluminum foil, or like it just basically like biodegraded. And I was like, damn it! But I did not let it take my joy. <laughs> we went from there to um, precinct. I was like, I'm gonna oh, go get you, me you a hear, drink. You kept going. I helped him go. Oh my god! I gotta stay triumphant. I thought you were I like, did... you were like, I talked to the insurance and everything was fine. I was like, okay, good. You know, I figured you'd have gone. No, home and... I went home, took a shot, and hit it back out. Oh my god! It ain't over. <laughs> It ain't ever over. Oh, it's precinct. Because it's always like, you it's know, very weird to me. But let me say something. No, precinct on Friday was popping. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Okay. So what we're talking about, Love Muffins, for those of you who don't know, is precinct is one of the gay clubs that recently opened in the last two or three years in downtown Los Angeles. Up until this point, everybody went to West Hollywood for everything gay right. in West Ho- I mean, in Los Angeles. Right. And so now, because of so many people that are moving downtown and this whole like resurgence of downtown there are three at least three different gay clubs downtown like a two block radius a two block radius so people can bar hop to all of them but um precinct is one that i hadn't really explored Mm -hmm. until last friday and it was really really good they had like some of the best drag queens you know i mean i don't necessarily go for drag 
queens i love seeing drag performances mm-hmm. but i don't go that's not an incentive for me right but they did bring like the a game like they like several several from rupaul's drag race was oh, there okay so they have a budget yeah and then they have beats you know caswell was there okay um you know they had rotating djs um you know it was really really good and they had like cute strippers and i enjoyed it a lot and I cool. wasn't I wasn't expecting to enjoy a precinct. But anyway, yeah. so we kept it, kept it moving, went there, did that. Then after that, not that night, but the next day. I was like, oh, you weren't doing the most. Doing the most. Mm, not mm, most. Mm, 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 mm. So then the next day, I I was like, okay, I need to watch television. And I'm like, let me watch something that's different. I'm tired of watching politics. I'm tired of watching, like you know, Game of Thrones. I've been watching, you know, I've been watching Game of Thrones over and over. Of course you have. Like, repeating, like, the last... I have watched... I think I've watched the last episode of Game of Thrones, like, ten times. (laughs) Like, fascinated. So, I was like, I can't watch Game of Thrones. I'm not gonna watch the news because it pisses me off. So, I'm gonna watch the documentary called What the Health on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Mm Mm-hmm. That documentary... I mean, for for those of you who love muffins who have not watched it, you have to go watch What the Health because it is so enlightening. I mean, basically What the Health is about how meats and meat products, specifically and especially processed foods, are horrible and they're carcinogenic. And they kill you. And they kill you. And and it also shows people who, and how, you know, they feel like it's a conspiracy of they push these foods to you at the early age, all this dairy and meat products and different things because they want you to grow up addicted to it. And then that way the pharmaceutical industry can kick in and put you in all this medication. And so before you know it, you're being quote unquote kept alive by all this medication that you're paying all this money for, whether you're paying it or the insurance is paying for it. Somebody is paying a buttload of money for all the different medication that you're on, which could be prevented if you didn't eat all these meat products. And I'm not going to go into this big old vegan, you know, spill. spill. However, I will say that about two or three years ago, I went completely vegan for about six months. I was going to say like three weeks, but no. You're a you damn lie. You did it for a minute. I did it for six months. <laughs> and I felt like I had the most energy ever in my life um, but I got bored. So the problem was I was vegan, but I got bored. Like I was like, <clears throat> I can't keep eating. I mean, I was like, I was having a hard time. <laughs> right. Just, it was just like, I was struggling with it. Um, and so I went back to eating basically like fish mm-hmm. and they also addressed fish too. Cause they were saying fish the has, mercury and all that shit. has so much mercury in it and it's just not good for you either. And so I was like, damn it. Like, I can't eat anything. And they were saying that this has been a misconception where people think that you have to eat meat to eat protein. But protein actually comes from plants. The only, they said that the only, in this documentary, um, I haven't cross-checked a lot of it. But in this documentary, they said that only um, plants can produce protein. And that's why, you know, it's like this, um, well, the plant-based protein is what the animals didn't eat. And then make it into their own form of protein or whatever the case may be. So it was, it, it was really, you know, educational. And as a person that comes from North Carolina, they specifically also talked about um, pigs and farming. And I'm from North Carolina. North Carolina is 
the number one, North Carolina, Virginia, I think it's more so North Carolina, if I, I may stand corrected, but North Carolina has more, they have more pigs than they do human beings. Oh, Jesus. And that the pigs, um, all the waste from the pigs are just basically being, you have seen them spray and they spray them in the fields. I've seen like stuff like, like, yeah. clips like that on the Yeah, so they basically, and, and you smell it. Yeah. So if you've seen it, but I live in North Carolina, I've smelt it. Mm. It smells like the worst. If you go by a hog farm, you will never forget it. It's one of the worst obscene smells mm. you have ever, you ever can smell. And then, so they take it and put in these little, they shoot it out in the fields. And if it's so much, they just take it and, and put it in like this, um, ab- above, this hole in the wall, a mm. hole in the ground it's where it's all this boo-boo and everything. Like a pond of shit. A pond of shit. And the pond of shit absorbs into the groundwater. And then it starts poisoning the neighbors. Mm. It seeps into the underground groundwater. Wasn't there a lawsuit about that, like, not too yes, long ago? Yes, it still is. And also, the people who live in surrounding areas have much higher risk of dying of cancer, getting MRSA, which is like a the disease, the antibiotic-resistant staph infection. Um, as well as what they do is the dead, the pigs that die, right? So some pigs die. They take the pigs that die and grind them up and feed them back to the pigs that are living. So these diseased, dead, decaying pigs, they ground them up and they give them back to the pigs. Oh, this is supposed to be celebrity news and entertainment, <laughs> and you're giving me like American Horror Story Farm. Yes, addition. So I'm just saying, watch What the Hell. It woke my eyes up. It woke me back up. I'm woke now. Literally, as they say, woke, you woke. I'm woke. And I am, <clears throat> guess, going back. On my vegan journey, Are you? I, and I have been doing it. You know, I have been yeah, doing. Yeah, you, you don't eat meat that often. That often, actually. I'm getting. I'm like, I'm veganish. Yeah, but I think I'm about to be like, I need to just make this happen all the time, just because I was like, I can't unsee what I saw. I'm that type of person. Like, I can't unsee it. Like this documentary made it very, very clear and plain. And personally speaking, too, my father, like my father who passed away like two years ago, he had diabetes, high cholesterol. Um, what does he had? He had um sleep apnea, um high blood pressure, basically anything that you could think of. He had, okay, oh, and it was because of what he ate. That's really what it was. All that fried foods, all of this processed foods, like didn't eat much vegetables at all, unless it was like some mashed potatoes and gravy. That's a starch that don't even count, right? That's what, that's what he, you know. And it's been ingrained in us to eat a certain way, and it's passed down from, you know, you eat what your mama cooks. Exactly. So they don't know any better than you don't know any better. But you know, think crazy. Like even as I was a child, like I stopped, I stopped eating um, pork, mm-hmm. pork and beef. And like around the eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade, I was like, I can't do this no more. And I just went chicken. But according to this documentary, chicken ain't no better. But it's like, you know, but I was like, I can't do this. Like something about yeah. these meats don't make me feel good. And so I stopped. And also made my father stop smoking um, around like, mm, well, at least he stopped smoking around us. And I, I think I was in like third or fourth grade. Gotcha. Because I couldn't breathe. I was like, I can't breathe. I was crying. Yeah, I, I was the same thing with my grandmother. I was like, you can't do that around me. Because mm-hmm. I'm already having a difficult time as it is trying to breathe in North Carolina. Right. All these pig farms and shit. <laughs> that is so nasty. I just... <laughs> Anybody from North Carolina know what I'm talking about. Those pig farms, it's like disgusting. And to think that people eat what is produced as something that smells so foul. And they have them packed in there like sardines. <laughs> anyway, I digress. 
Move along. What, what did you do this week? <laughs> uh, I fought a cold, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I still have a little bit of it. You can probably hear it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't do much of anything. Oh. I uh, thought you had done, like, some bumps before you came. Oh, <laughs> no. You little bump. You little mm-hmm. wake me up. No, no coke nose over here. And that's good old sinuses. <laughs> well, actually, what happens is coke nose happens the day after. So you do coke. And you, I think once you, when you're doing coke, it, your nose is kind of running. And then, like, the next day... It's like it's congested. Like it's the uh, body's like, no, you 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 know, isn't burnt all up in your sinuses. See, I'm, not, I'm not that well versed. Yeah, I you know I um, speak from past experience. Yeah, years yeah. years ago, I think years everyone. Ago. I think everybody's dabbled. Everyone dabble. Like I had dabbled in you know weed and um, a little bit of coke, and then also um, one time I did mushrooms. I have, oh my god! I have, well. That's a one time I did mushrooms. Let me story. tell you about the experience. One time I did mushrooms with my friends when I first moved here. His name was Mondo. And his name was what? Mondo. <laughs> you got to say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Mondo. And he like I moved here. I didn't have any friends, and I was like, we would, we would have fun though. Mm-hmm. So you know, but I've always like liked to drink. So drinking was my thing. So I would try different things with him, and nothing stuck. Like nothing stuck to That's me. That's how like, it was with me. Like nothing has ever yeah. just been like this is my thing. No, it ain't alcohol. my thing. Hey, alcohol is always going to be it for me. Same. So this one time I tried mushrooms and <laughs> I tried mushrooms and we were in the car, right? In the car? In the car. Oh my God. In the car, going to the club. No. Music popping. Boom, you know, mm. we are like having the time of our life on the way to the club. Only to realize like an hour and a half, two hours later that I hadn't even started the car. <laughs> we we thought we were on oh the way we thought we were on the way to the car i mean to the club in the car but like two hours later we hadn't gone anywhere oh my god like we hadn't start. like there was there was no music we, we were jamming the music and like finishing like it was the weirdest strangest thing at least you were safe yeah and so, and after that, we didn't go to the club because well, I, obviously, I got a massive headache—the worst headache I've ever had in my life—and mm. I never did mushrooms again. And the same thing—I think the little dabbling I did in coke was like when I first moved here to LA ten years ago. That was like I did. That ended when um, at my birthday, I my girlfriend that I used to you know do some bumps with, she came, and I will never forget it. I had bought this D and G outfit from head to toe. That I couldn't afford. And so I was going to take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't afford it. I was going to take it back. And this old high bitch came and thought it was funny. Like I had this beautiful cake or whatever. Took her hand. Stuck it into the cake. Pulled up a huge chunk of cake. No, she didn't. Smeared it down my face and down my whole D&G outfit. Now, is she living? Yeah, she living. Oh. Because she was hot. I was like, I know it ain't you. You just hot. Right. But that just, seeing her like that showed me how I could pot- potentially look if I continue to go down this road and take it that far. Because I had never been that high where she would do something like that at mm. that point. And so I was like, I need to just never do that again. <laughs> and that ended that for me. So I wasn't even playing with it no more after that because I was like, you just acted a fool and just messed on up. On my a t- birthday. On my birthday and messed up a $2,000 outfit that I was going to take back. And 10 years ago, honey, I needed that $2,000. Hello? Like the air that I breathe. So that ended our friendship. That ended my bumps. It was done. And now I'm just, mess- I'm basically like Tito's. Tito's is my Tito's, new liquor. Tito's is straight. Because, you know, Tito's is gluten-free. 
Made in Texas. Made in Texas, gluten-free. And the next day when I wake up, shout out Tito's. Like, y'all need to sponsor us, okay? We need to send them a, a thing. And I'll talk to Tito's. Them. We need a Tito's moment. Um, because it's gluten-free. And the next day when I wake up, I don't feel so bloated. I don't feel like, ooh, my face is so, ugh. But, so yeah, Tito's and then also Whispering Angel. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Whispering Angel, too. We need that corn. But one of my friends said the last time that we didn't have enough time to go over the topics. So we have to get into the topics of lovebeescott.com. One of my friends, they were like, you need to, we need, you need more time for the topics. And I was like, okay, let's get to the topics. Well. Of lovebeescott.com. Well, I guess he told me. I guess he did. He did. We didn't went from what the hell, car accidents, to bumps, to, bumps, to mushrooms. To mushrooms. <laughs> and now we're going to go with the Real Housewives well, of Atlanta. Of bumps, oh, okay. Tea. Okay. So we got some tea from Real Housewives of Atlanta. We did. Atlanta. Which is funny. Someone recently asked me to come to Atlanta um, to be on a panel. And I said, no. I just couldn't do it. It's like Atlanta is just not... I think I... I, 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 I what can I say? I, I If I go to Atlanta, it's going to have to be a really, really good reason to reason. go. And a coin. Because... Atlanta got a lot going on. Atlanta's a lot going on. <laughs> but it's a lot going on on Housewives of Atlanta. Yes. It is. So a little birdie told me, what is this Tyrese is upset? That's from last week oh. I told you. I was not pirating. <laughs> so Denver does these Listen, I'm lists. sick. So I was like rushing to get this shit done. You know, just Denver does these little outlines so we can know what we're talking about. And we're sitting up here and somehow <laughs> Tyrese is upset about something. And got nothing to do with House of Atlanta Just cross it out. <laughs> I did. I just did a little womp womp. So, House of Atlanta A little birdie came and gave me all types of tea. Like, all types of tea. And the moral of the story is that from the tea that we got... Um, well, I saw a picture. I saw the picture and I saw um, Eva. Eva in the picture. Mm-hmm. And that prompted me to actually reach out to... Said person. Said person to verify what's going on. Because typically what happens is if, if the new person is taping with the Housewives of Atlanta, um, it's consistent. You can, they announce it or not announce it, but you see them in the you beginning of the year the all the time and with the girls. So we saw Eva in the beginning or there was rumors of her in the beginning taping with the housewives. Mm-hmm. And then it was nothing else. Like we didn't see any new, any pictures or any of these little things, events that they do. Typically you would see them. None of the interview pictures or none of that. Correct. And then out of nowhere, you see Eva with all the girls at Candy's Essence co- magazine cover cover party. Yeah. And so I was like, mm, that's funny. So and that in my head, I'm like, something's wrong. Like for her to come back after not being seen, they must feel like they don't have what they need for the season. And sure enough, when I reached out to my source, they the source basically said that them, you know, Bravo feels like they don't have enough new blood. There's not, a, you know, there's something they don't really quite have the season yet. They need, right. they need something, some angle. And, you know, more specifically, I think they are trying to balance the, the, they don't want to age out the show because a lot of the women on the show, Cynthia's 50 years old. A lot of them are around 50 or, you know, in that vicinity. And so they don't want to age out the show and not reach millennials. So Portia is a part, Portia is a millennial, and she's a part of that. And Eva 
would be a part of that. I don't know if they are millennials. I mean, but Portia made They appeal to a younger yeah, demographic. A young, yeah, they appeal to a younger demographic. And so that's what they, I think they're trying to add Eva back into the mix so then they could edit it in a way that would make it somewhat... Like she was there. So, yeah. yeah, somewhat more appealing to that younger demographic. So Eva's back. And from what I understand, she's going to be taping about five, five to six episodes so when you say episodes, you mean like more events, like more like outings? Yeah, but probably like I mean, episodes. I mean, she's going to appear in five, five episodes, gotcha. five to six episodes. And she's also going to the group trip, mm. which I hear is, is Barcelona. So, um, yeah, so that's Eva's back. And then also uh, some more tips they gave or tea that they gave. Um, Nini's back as well, and she, but she's not really giving it. Nini's giving you more of like, I'm above all of this. I'm not going to fight with you girls. She has one big blow up fight with Portia and they pop off on each other. But other than that, Nene is very much so I'm above all of this and I'm not going to, I'm here for this check. I got to pay this lien. And we saw that coming. Yeah. I mean, that's how she's been for a while. For a while. I was hoping that she would come back and let these girls have it because good TV is good TV. And there's no, no better way than to secure the check than to come and do what only you can do. Right. And Nini is super funny. She has a comedic quality that I've always told this. It's a comedic quality that none of the other girls have. Even if she's wrong as hell, she can say something that's funny and totally change the mood and right. get people back on her side. You're right. Um, what else? Um, nobody wants to take with Portia. <laughs> So <laughs> that's some more of the tea. Nobody, literally nobody wants to But do you blame abortion. them though? I mean. No, because I feel like. What's the point? What's the point? And also Portia was complicit. Is that the word? Yeah. Complicit with the, all those Phaedra lies. You know, Phaedra talking about rape, you know, that Candy tried to drug and rape her, all that. Portia knew that was a lie. Portia ran with it. Portia repeated it. Portia kept it going all season. So she's just, just as guilty as Phaedra. The only reason why they couldn't get rid of both of them is because you can't lose two core people. Right. You know, and not have new blood to replace them. So they are caught in a rock and a hard place. And also Portia is, as we just said, appealing to the younger demographic. So she's only been, Portia's really only been taping with Kim and Sheree. And Cynthia don't see it for Portia, but she takes with her because Cynthia knows how to play the game at this point. Cynthia's trying to keep her check, too, so Hello. she can keep Lake Bailey. <laughs> so, <laughs> Meanwhile, her damn ex-husband has a spinoff coming. Right. Supposedly. Is it Supposedly. true? Supposedly. They're, they're taping. It's a pilot. Nobody wants to see Peter. Who gives a fuck? Nobody wants to see Peter. Nobody. Like, how, how can you... How can one of the, you know... I guess one of the not main housewives husband have a spinoff. How did that even work? I don't know. Like I, I genuinely have no idea. Cynthia is like a, she's like a, she's, she's, she's kind of a friend of the housewives. She's a, yeah, she, yeah. She's just there. Cynthia is there, you know, like she's just kind of like on the show. And so like a, a person that's just there, there's husband can't then do a whole spinoff. Do a whole spinoff. Right. Nobody wants that. And if they do, they probably do it in the summer, like mm, that other like random eight series, eight mm-hmm. episode, a little weird summer black show that they, they always do one. Mm-hmm. It's like the preacher one that they'll do. Uh-huh. And then there's like the chef Obey was one. That was one. <clears throat> and, yeah. and then the Cabo one. Yeah. Was one. Yeah. yeah. 
So maybe he'll have one of those. Just like we got to keep these black people entertained over the summer, right? While we Before work we on house demographic. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give them some. While we while we taping housewives, they got to give you something to keep you wet your appetite. I guess. Here's today's stem tip. Don't throw out that old plastic bottle. Repurpose it by turning it into an awesome terrarium. Just fill it with sand, pebbles, soil, and your favorite plant. It'll grow sealed right in its own ecosystem. Learn more at She Can Stem. A message from the Ad Council. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Lenovo. At CDW, we get putting productivity within reach of remote employees. That's why I'm WFC, working from couch and moving everything within arm's length, like the microwave. Lunchtime. You should talk to the experts at CDW. They can orchestrate a more efficient workspace solution using light, powerful devices from Lenovo to keep your teams productive from anywhere, couch included. Yeah, but do they have grabber claws? Whoops. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Learn more at cdw.com slash Lenovo client. Um, so that's the part. Of, what else is T left? No, Cynthia a, and her man. Oh, Cynthia and her man. So well, men. 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 Yes. So the man. Plural. Yes. So the man that she is showing on the show, or took a picture with um, on her Instagram, is not the man that she's continuing to date. And also the man that I saw her with while she was in L.A. with Nene and Marlo at Mariah's after party for the, the Hollywood Bowl. Bowl. Yes. And so this, the man that she is in an open relationship with, from what I understand, or in a relationship with, and Denver told me not to say open, but, um, she, well, cause I feel like, you know, there's a difference between being in an open relationship mm-hmm. and dating two people at the same time. It's Let me say this, or maybe different. dating openly. Okay. So she's dating openly. So she's the, the, the French, the black French men of African descent. But aren't all black people of African descent? No, but he really looks like he's from African descent. <laughs> <laughs> no, like he's really like. No, oh my god! No, I mean serious. It's like it's you know. So I I I when I first saw him, I thought he was African, but you know, but he's from France. From France, he's a black man who lives in France, but. From at, he's very African descent, okay. so yeah. I mean, okay. he I, he feels like he's you know yeah. Okay. I got a very like, I felt like he was one of the people that had been you know hey we talk on Housewives they always talk about you, you know got a rich African yeah, French African. I thought when I saw him I thought he was well, she African. got her one too yeah. And you know I'm not gonna go into any of the other stuff, but not, <laughs> yeah not yet <laughs> not yet not yet well, not with that particular situation no no no. But however I'm just saying that Cynthia is dating. A couple of men, and that's fine. Um, what else we got? And all the housewives are under pressure to have men, so they're under pressure to have men. Um, and also, people are doubting. So, housewives. I mean, one of the storylines they're going to have on the show this season is everyone doubting um, Kenya's husband well, and her marriage, and this, that, and the other. Um, meanwhile, you know. Kenya and Portia surprisingly have, you know, buried the hatchet. They are not going after each other, mm. um, which I found interesting. Yeah, did not see that coming. Didn't see that coming at all. Um, and I think Kenya, her priority is, you know, she wants to be, she's married and she, now she wants to have kids. So I think she will be working on that. Um, and she probably would have some type of, 
she need to she's going to need to have some receipts with these girls oh, in terms sure. of her marriage. She needs for to be like, sure. here's my paper, here you go. Here's and even the then, even then they'd be like, like you made it, you printed it out and stamped it just <laughs> need, No, they need to just go down to the the Hall of Records and just mm-hmm. do it all together. I was pleased to see um on her Instagram Kenya just posted not too long ago about her man's restaurant. Yeah, like one. It was real. Something. It's like something in Brooklyn. Yeah. I think it's a Brooklyn so restaurant. Cool. So Soka something Southern cuisine something it was like a modern take on Southern food I was like wow so it's actually it that you know it's good it's to a see thriving business it's a thriving business and it's see it's good to see things kind of check out right sometimes you hear these things about these men and they may be a little shaky a little funny and so it's good to see like oh she posted about his place I went to the Instagram of the place the food looked amazing next time I'm in New York which is probably going to be next month. I'm going to stop by. I'm going to hit her up and be like, hey, I want to go support your boo and you, you know, where it is. Do they have any vegan dishes? (laughs) Oh, my God. Here we go. And we're back. Yeah, the vegan dishes because, you know, I just seen that. What the hell? Oh, and also, um, by the way, Phaedra. Phaedra is a little random tidbit. Um, From what I've heard is that she she threatened to sue Bravo for wrong for termination. Girl. And Bravo shut her down. Of course it did. And when you... Let me just tell you this, too. It's kind of like how when I sued BET, there was no way in hell until the whole situation was done. And now that all the people are gone and fired, I probably can come back to BET now or Viacom. But once you threaten to sue and or sue a network, you're not coming back. No, you're done. You're done. Like you, you really done. So when I heard that, I was like, "Oh, she, she shot her shot, right?" And she's done. And she probably was trying to sue, not to get back on the show, but to sue just to get some coins. And for that new house, she thought right she was gonna have the one she said she was renting out, but she didn't. But let me tell you this: I'm gonna say about houses. So I don't, you know, I now that I have been working on mine, I have a whole new. Like, it just depends on how some planes are going to play out. Like, I'm not going to be as hard on Charade anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to be hard on Charade anymore. I'm not going to be hard on Fraser for trying to rent it out. Property, especially a expensive property, can become a situation. You know, I said in one of my last podcasts, y'all might have to call me Delaya because not the delays me. are coming because everything is so freaking expensive. If I lived in Atlanta, I could easily have finished the house 10 times over. I could have a whole community. I could buy a whole community in Atlanta for what I paid for my place. Yeah, in West Hollywood. So, but I was just saying, like, I have to, every time I talk about or throw shade at somebody's house situation, I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute, let me, Lord, please. Sweep around your own unfinished front porch before you start trying to throw dirt on somebody else. Right. They just jackhammered that. I don't got no front porch right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be poured in a couple of weeks. But anyway, so that's the tea from the Housewives of Atlanta. Well, November 5th, series premiere. Oh, we got to, oh, wait a minute. We got to talk about Wendy Williams. This tea is red hot. Tell us about this red hot piping tea. So Wendy's husband Wendy. has a whole nother Speaking woman. Speaking of sweeping around your own front porch. Well, come on, Wendy. Come on, Segway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wendy's husband, Kevin Hunter, has a whole separate mistress house living situation. According to Mail Online... He's been dating a massage therapist for the last 10 years. He's been moving her around the country. He moved her into a house nine miles from the house he has with Wendy. 
And Mail Online. Nine miles. Nine mean, miles is down the street. Like so she, so Wendy knows at this point. She knows. You There's would, no way. You would think. Like, they're walking around. So Mail Online, I guess whoever's been investigating has been following them around for a year. Mm-hmm. So they have pictures of them, like, going to and from the grocery store and in the gym and driving around. So it's like a full situation dossier of Wendy's husband and this woman. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, I don't... I never... Ooh, I, don't, I feel like I sound so weird. I don't know... You do sound a little congested. I feel like I'm like, yeah. ah. Yes. Ah. Yeah. Okay. So. Don't, don't, not that Let <laughs> me just drink my tea. Shut up. Wendy. So let me tell you this. And, you know, I don't condone. I don't know. I don't know what their situation is. I'm sure it's a situation at this point. There's no way someone lives nine miles down the road and I don't know about it. There's no way that you spend all the stuff that's in that dossier that they have collected there's no time that you ha- there's no way you have that amount of time and as somebody's wife right you don't realize it or feel it or understand it and then like wait then they have pictures of the house and the mailbox with kevin and the girl's name like on the letters in, on, the, mailbox. in the mailbox and this big diamond engagement ring that she has that's so big it's kind of, it's so heavy it's off to the left <laughs> or to the right because it's just it's it, the weight of it can't sit up straight so i'll say this well number one <laughs> That's going to sound mean, but like, at the end of the day, can you blame him? I mean, no. I just, I just, <laughs> well, Wendy, ew. she's a lot. Of it's a lot. Me. It's a lot of stuff going on. It's a letter P and the le- P. letter P. And she said, she's not going to get a letter B. Nope. A booty. What? <laughs> no, it's the booty would have to be, I don't know how it would be, but you, you can take okay. the B and kind of twist the bottom well, portion like to the back. Yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> but she just said she's not going to get a booty. I mean, it's not. I'm not saying that um, based on someone's looks is the reason, but I'm not surprised by this because they have a history of infidelity. Right. Like, that was a big blowout and, I mean, and allegations of domestic violence and all type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and Wendy talked about it and everything. And, you know, Wendy had a... And Lord knows what happened when she had, you know, she was on, she had a drug addiction right. and she talked about that um, as well. You know, I don't know whether she was drawn on the walls like Whitney, um, <laughs> you know, Whitney and Bobby would draw murals. <laughs> they would draw murals. <laughs> they would draw murals oh on the, <laughs> on the walls. I don't know whether they took it that far, but the reason why she, she said she was so concerned about Whitney or kept bringing it up was because she could relate being that her past addictions. So I don't know the ins and outs of their marriage and their situations. Cause there's no telling what they have going on. And it might just be more of a business thing or a friendship thing at this point, because what happens in life is true. People, things change and rearrange. And so once what, what once was may not be what is now. Right. And especially in relationships. I mean, I know that's true for my parents too. Like my parents, like, in the beginning, it was one thing, and towards the end, it was like we ain't got nowhere else to go, and we just gonna see we this like through. A whole family, so my we got a whole well. family. You gonna have this bedroom? I'm gonna have this bedroom. I remember that. So my as soon as I think as soon as I left, I moved out. My parents, you know, separated bedrooms because mm. they want. I guess they wanted to have the appearance of right being together, but they not together. And I get it because my daddy snored and all type of stuff. <laughs> you know, and. Yeah, a lot of stuff. So they're like, give me my own room. <laughs> I was the same way. I'm very sensitive to snoring. You snore. I don't snore. Okay. You a damn lie. Okay. I snore. Okay. 
I do I snore? Well, you, uh, yeah. When I'm congested. Okay. You think I snore all the time? I mean, I don't know. I'm not with you all the time, but I've heard you snore before. But I was congested. You might have been. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but snore. you snore. Oh, like no other. You know, you know what? You know like what? Like no something? other. Let me tell you something. Let me tell I you something. Snore like a fucking bear. Let me be clear about this. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This. It's always the people who snore that people have dug in their asses and got on them about their snoring that then try to say somebody else snores too. I only snore from if I have a cold and I'm congested. I do not snore on the regular. Uh, I do. Uh-oh. I know I, you do. I snore awake. We used like, to live. We used to live together. I snore. Like, we used to live together for a second, and like yeah, no other. Yeah, yeah. That was like that was that was uncalled for. I did not. <laughs> so you're not gonna have these love muffins think I snore when you over here call all the hogs. You be calling. <laughs> <laughs> you be shifting gears when you snore. That's true. Oh my god. That's true. Does your boyfriend um, snore too? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Not not like me. Like, he'll, like, elbow me in the middle of the night. Like, he does? Shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's deep. Yeah. And you just do what? Just turn over? Yeah, just readjust. Damn. Did you, have you ever researched, like, ways to, like, not snore? And No, I sleep good. I'm gonna fuck. I'll be knocked out. I'm great. So you're not gonna, I mean, for him, you're not gonna research how I you think, could. I think he's figured it out by now. But we're gonna get that mattress, the, uh, the new, um. So he can adjust little, you in your yeah, sleep? Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! I was like, don't you move me in my sleep? Right. What else do we got on this list? Cardi B. I'm happy for her. Yeah, she got a number one. She got mm-hmm. her number one. I'm waiting to see how Nicki Minaj is going to respond to this news mm-hmm. because out of all the records that Nicki Minaj has, she does not have this one. Mm-hmm. This one goes all the way back to 1998 when um, Lauren Hill do do wop do wop that thing went number one. 1998. That's almost damn 20 years ago. 19 years. Dang! Wow. So shout out to Cardi. Iggy. Well, Iggy went number one, but she had a, a featured artist. Mm-hmm. So and this Fergie is, did too, but she's not a rapper. Yeah, but this is solo. Solo. It's the first is solo. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nikki's gonna. Yes. I'm Nikki's gonna say something. This is eating Nikki up. I will you never know. forget. I will never forget. What? Now back to the Billboard Hot 100 number one that you just sang. That everybody has that to their credit. Oh, Mariah said that. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. I will never forget that. Yes. And she said it so quick and fast. That, you know, going back to the American Idol thing that you just mentioned, it was unfortunate because I really wish that they, they could have, all of them could have worked it out in regards to understanding that this is a big ass check. And I mean, Mariah was making something like 18 million, something crazy, 17, 18 million dollars for one season of a show. Baby, I don't care who else was been on that show. I don't care. I would have went with it for eighteen million dollars, right? But you know, when you have money like Mariah, I guess it don't matter because she says it's one of her. You know, Mimi says it's one of her like worst experiences she's ever had. It was this bleak and it was unfortunate. She'll tell you every time, and she hates it. But I was thinking to myself, I'm like eighteen million dollars. Straight out. Just sit there and eat your food. You sit there and look fabulous and get beat and be snatched and critique other kids. You know, these young people coming up and help them. You know, I really liked her vocal um, tips tips and things about arrangements and things that she just gave her. And I think it's probably what the, what the problem was for her is because she brings so much depth and Nikki didn't. Right. Nikki was kind of like the spectacle of it all. Like she made a, she made a joke up. Nikki being there, honestly, truthfully, on American Idol made it a joke 
why would you have Nicki Minaj there? You know what I mean? Like, she's a, a rapper. Right. She's not a singer. And she's, she's barely that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it was just weird. And, yeah. So I did, but I wish they would have kind of figured out, like, maybe at first have some drama and then got it together. Right. Because I actually enjoyed the judges that were there that season. It was just, there was so much and it continued and it was not ever going to not. No. And, but as I would say, Mariah's an Aries too. And I'm like that as well. Once you cross me or we have whatever the case may be, it ain't ever going to change really. I mean, I can pretend, like, I can be cordial, but there's no way I could work with you. Right. And I think that's what it was. It was just like, it's every day they had to work together, and it was like pulling teeth. Well. Because, you know, she was saying, I was like, her voice, you know, that voice, irritating, you know, where I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, like a fly on the wall, you just want to smack it. And yeah. zip. But anyway. Back to the topics. Back to the topics at hand. Back to it. Kylie's pregnant. Kylie is pregnant. I was shocked by that. I was too. I mean, she's 20. Yeah, she is 20. But I was saying the other day, like, what what is left for her to do? I mean, you've done school. You've done the fame. You've been to every event. You've been to every party. Like, you have every car. You have all the money in the world. You know, what else is there left to do? Yeah. Besides. Well, they haven't really, she ain't really done school. She did homeschool. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think it was homeschool. Or she maybe, homeschool. maybe went or whatever. I mean, she could have went to college. She could have got a degree. She could have. Yeah, but what's the point? You know, like, what does yeah. she want to do? Yeah, but but having kids ain't like, that ain't going. No, it's not. But I think that's a symptom her of her mind. being so young. She uh, doesn't have the forethought to think like, you know, maybe I should wait. In her mind, she's like, well, I guess I'll start a family. Ain't nothing else to do. Yeah. But that's that youth. It's that youth, and I don't know. It's interesting how these announcements just come right before the new season of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Every time, like clockwork. But then again, like, there's always something going on, though. Yeah, when, when you have that many children. Yeah, she has a total of how many? Too many. Like, is it five? No, for a minute. Five girls, Rob. Five girls, six. so six. Wow, it was a lot. That's a lot. And then you factor in Caitlyn. Caitlyn just came out of nowhere. I was like, like, they don't even count her. I know, but it's shocking. It still adds to like the shock value yeah. of the whole everything. And, you know, Kylie coming out of nowhere, being pregnant with ASAP Rocky's child. ASAP. Travis Scott. Travis Scott. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong rapper. One of them. I do get Travis Scott and ASAP kind of confused. Well, ASAP was with Kendall for like a minute. Kendall. Okay. I tell you, they 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 love them Listen. some black black men. Listen. They is like my, one of my comments on the things. <laughs> it was shocking. It was like one of the comments was saying something about black seed or something like they oh they, they need the power of the black seed. I was like, oh my god! Oh my god! The Facebook comments are out of control. They're always out of control. They're out of control. When I read that, oh I was god. like, oh my god! There's power in the seed. I was like, I can't. Um, but yeah. So it seems it's due in February. Due in February. Um, Kim's due in, well, Kim's surrogate's due in January. So they're going to have two new kids. Yeah. It's going to be like, it's kind of like how I feel about like the Sophie Richies and, and all. What do you mean by her and Scott? No, just in general. Like, just oh. that younger generation of them and Willow and Jaden. And it's like th- they're coming up so quick. Before you know it, we're going to blink and it's going to be North and Penelope oh. and all, they're going to be teenagers and doing all this other stuff. It's just. <sighs> It's a lot to keep up with. Yeah. And you really, if you want to keep up, you have to watch shows to keep up with the Kardashians. The 10th season. 
People are, you I know. I watched that anniversary special last night. People want them to go away. They're not going anywhere. Mm. They're here to stay. It's, it's done. It is a part of it. It's kind of like, it just is. It is what it is. And they keep doing things that's going to ensure that they're going to be talked about. And it just, anybody else getting pregnant, they're like, okay, whatever. But Kylie getting pregnant. At 20. At 20. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. interesting to see how all that work, facial work she has is going to do. That's what I'm saying. In pregnancy, how the memes are going to be out of this world. <laughs> like, they're going to be ridiculous. But maybe because she's so young and she might be able to just, like, you know, pop the baby out and keep it moving. Oh, I'm sure she'll snap back for sure. Yeah. But I don't know about that facial work. That's why she wasn't, I guess, in the reunion special. She was. She was there? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought she wasn't on the couch. Yeah, they brought him out. I brought the girls, those two out. Mm-hmm. They always bring them out separately, or yeah, they came out together, Kendall and Kylie. <laughs> so it was like Chris, and then Kim, and then Courtney and Chloe, and then the two young ones. Oh, okay. They bring them out in order of importance, and basically, one hundred percent. one hundred percent. Ti and Tiny working it out. I guess I don't know what they're doing. Who, I'm not over who it. cares? But like, who cares? I'm kind of over it. The show's over. The show's over. I guess they don't need that fake hype of, like, they, from what I understand and what I know to be the word on the street, is they've been had a situation. They, you know, do threesomes and foursomes or whatever the case may be. Solos. Solos, whatever. It's, it's, it, it's whatever. Literally. And I've been heard that. I heard that before I even became B. Scott. Way back yonder when, when one of my girlfriends. Way back when? Way, way back yonder when. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I heard that clearly. Yeah, you, way back yonder when, when one of my girlfriends had interacted with them. Them? Them. Like, she had interacted with <clears throat> Tiny and him and the girl. It was like, she had oh, done okay. a threesome back in the day. That's how I know. When something is, if something is 10 years old and you keep hearing it, you know it is what it is. All right. So that situation has already been established. It ain't going nowhere. You know, they have about 50, 11 kids together. Honestly. <laughs> but the young one is so cute. She's adorable. <laughs> Such a cute little baby. Mm. Holly Berry went public with Alex the Kid. Did not see that coming. Speaking of kids, all. you like that segue? I said kids. I said Lynn kids. Is that what you did? And then I said Holly Berry and Alex the Kid. Okay, ah, okay. ah, come on, segue. <laughs> So, Alex the Kid, I don't know who he is. He's a producer. Okay. He's been around for a minute. Okay. Um, definitely not the visual specimen I would have assumed somebody like Halle Berry to Correct. be with. Yep. But if she's happy. Yep. We I'm happy. happy. And, you know, this goes to some tea that we didn't report. So, we had gotten some uh, email talking about um, Halle Berry dating this other rapper singer person. Yeah, co-star of something. Something. It's like uh, this other rapper singer person and w- he was really young right. and we were he like... had a girlfriend and right. the girlfriend was, was mad because yep. he they was had banging Halle Berry. Yep. So what I was going to say is that this story makes that story all the more believable. Right. Because for the same reasons I didn't want to believe that other story other than the age thing even though it's not that... I mean, 34 is still when you're 50. Halle Berry is 50. Mm-hmm. That, you know... 34 is still, what is that? 15 years, more 15 years. Yeah. Well, 35, yeah. Um, so, yeah, 16 years. So, yeah, so it made the other story. It gave some time, like, well, maybe. Maybe. Well, maybe before this one, she was, was on that, that one. one. She, maybe she traded in this for that. Maybe. And went public. 
they both posted on the Instagram, and I was happy for them. I mean, hey, whatever makes whatever floats your boat. Like I said before, I mean, you got to do it. You know, they got one last thing to talk about: this love and hip hop. Uh, I thought we were going to talk about Usher and his oh Usher. Male go ahead, go, go, hit that. It's just like herpes; it won't go away. It just won't go the away. The story will not go away. It keeps unraveling. It keeps going. Well, word on the street is that Usher, the male who is suing him for giving him herpes. Hooked up with Usher at a Korean spa here in L.A. I can believe that. Yep. Because them Korean spas be on and popping. I do go to a Korean spa, um, but the one I go to is very low-key. Traditional. It's traditional. Right. It's you no, have, like, traditional ones, then you have, yeah. like, the stay away. Just stay away. don't go. It's like, I go to the one that has no hanky-panky. <laughs> There's no hanky-panky going on. It's very straightforward. We people soak. They go from the super cold tub to the hot tub. To you know the whole different area where all these different little clay whatever, so they said they they got it in at the Korean spa. Yep. And how much is he suing Usher for? Do we know? We don't know. Okay. We don't know. It's like at know. this point, it's like multiple. It's like four, it's like three or four, three or four people. Wow. And his wife, you know, Usher's wife is like, I still love him, and yeah, she ain't gonna wear it either because she knows she what people federalize. It's kind of like the Kevin Hart situation. Uh, how he? How do you say that girl's name? His wife. Nico? And Nico ain't going nowhere. Yo, the way they call her everything under the sun <laughs> on our Facebook. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone called Yoko Ono. I was like, and, and Nico, whatever her name is, she ain't going nowhere. No. Because she was one of the, the side chicks that he was sleeping with on his first wife. It just so happened that he picked her to marry and have a child with, but she already knew her position because she played it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it ain't like she's surprised. That's how you got him. That's what you know. You used right. to this. She probably just don't want to be embarrassed. Nah. You know. And speaking of being embarrassed. So, on Love and Hip Hop. Are we going to do it? We just <clears> might <throat> not talk about it. There was a fight. I don't really watch Love and Hip Hop. I do, unfortunately. But So, go ahead. Because I don't really watch it. Give me the rundown. Long story short, Ray and Zell Swag went to the reunion. Got into a fight. Ray has a restraining order against Zell. And I think is going to press charges. And um, the fight may not actually make it to TV. <laughs> How the fight not going to make it to TV? I don't know. You get to fight. You know, and, that, and let me tell you something. This is exactly the reason why I told Mona Scott that, look, I can maybe host the reunion, but I'm not going to be on the show. There's no way you're going to have me on the show. This was what, this that just happened. That's what it happened to me. That's what they wanted to do to me a couple years ago when I posted on my Instagram that I wasn't going to do the show. When that producer hit me up and said, I want you to be on the show. Hell no. I don't know what that, what the tags were, but basically I was like, I might, my, my, what would my mother think? What would my mother think? My phone knew it was trash. They knew it was, you know, need to delete this. No way. Because they would have had me up there fighting and they don't get paid enough to be fighting. No. If anything, I'm not even sure. I mean, maybe they get paid five dollars. I'm gonna ask Ray when he comes to the show. I'm gonna ask Ray. Well, he was supposed to be here by now because of this whole situation. It didn't yeah, happen. It happen. But I'm just saying, like, you don't get. I'm. I don't care what they get paid. You don't get paid enough to be fighting. You don't. It ain't it ain't that deep. And like, and what is the storyline? Like see, this, the made up storyline. That's the thing. There, there, there's really no point to any of it. <sighs> like they shouldn't be fighting at all. Help us, Laura. Help them. Shit, I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Love Muffins, for listening to this podcast. Please go to iTunes, subscribe, and rate yeah. and review, and all those things. Tell a friend, tap your neighbor, tell your mama. 
Do what you gotta do. And your daddy. And your daddy. Mamas and daddies, everybody. Love you. Thank you for listening. Double kisses. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to The B. Scott Show. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Love B. Scott. And make sure you review the show on iTunes. And you can always find me on lovebscott.com. 